Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner, episode number 65. This is Zach Hayden. I am your host. Uh, I apologize for being gone for a week or two. Um, You know, things have just been busy, and uh, my most important priority uh, is the school and my family, of course, and so... uh, I didn't get around to a podcast episode, and I apologize for that, but, um, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but I have a a string of podcast episodes, um, ideas, and and things that I want to talk about over the next couple weeks, Um, and so we are going to get right to it. Um, This episode is going to be kind of a hypothetical, so... I had a, a friend of mine that I um, knew, um, you know, years ago. He did some MMA training with a local guy in town, and this local guy in town um, had a, a little kickboxing, a Muay Thai place. Um, and I, I, like I've said in, in previous episodes, um, I live in a small town. Um, there's not, you know, I am the mar- the professional martial arts school. Um, you know, we've got some, you know, people who do martial arts in their garages and their, you know, basements and, and with some friends and stuff. Um, but if you're looking at like a, a martial arts school that is um, for a full-time career, um, that is mass market appeal versus um, very niche, um, that is focused on... Um, you know, life skills training along with the martial arts. Um, you know, I'm, I'm the only guy in town. Um, but this other guy was doing kickboxing and he was, he was doing Muay Thai and stuff. And I, it was, we were on the same road, basically just kind of catty corner. And, uh, I'd have people, it was, uh, my address is 111 West Rush. And I believe his was 111 East Rush. Um, so every once in a while I'd have somebody come over to our school and start asking about classes. And I knew they were going, they wanted the other place. And it worked out really great because, um, my demographic, who I want as an ideal customer for my school, is not who he wanted for an ideal customer in school. So I never felt like we were, um, you know, competitors. I was happy to send people over to him who wanted, you know, MMA training, um, you know, fight kind of stuff. I, I was that was no problem. Well, anyways, so back to uh, the purpose here. Um, a friend of mine called up, and he had taken classes with this guy, and this guy isn't in town anymore. A friend of mine um, had done some M- some MMA training and some MMA stuff, and he asked, you know, he, he's looking into starting um, kind of a an MMA program um, that he wants to uh, do um, here in the local community and asked what kind of um, advice that I had for him. Um, and I, at the time, was getting ready for our warrior run, and things were just crazy. Um, and I was like, hey, man, I got, I, I'm sure I've got things I'd love to tell you, but 
I was really busy and I didn't have time at the moment. Um, and so a couple weeks have passed and I realized what I thought I would do would, uh, would be to record a podcast episode of the thoughts and things that I would tell him. I can pass this over to him and then we can discuss it. But I thought it would make an interesting podcast episode. So um, the idea is somebody comes to me and asks me, um, hey, I'm interested in starting this um, school, this uh, program. Um, what should I know? And here's where I'm going to start out. Where I'm going to start out is, uh, most importantly, what is your purpose? What is, what is the purpose of this program? Um, because I think not enough people start there. Um, what, what are you trying to achieve? Okay. I knew when I opened my school that I was trying to achieve a full-time professional martial arts school geared towards families and children. I knew that. Now, uh, there were there are details that I've learned since then about what I was really looking for and honing in a little more on my ideal customer. Um, but I didn't have this idea that I was going to, um, you know, I, I knew I was going to try to be full time. That's what I want to do. Full time professional martial arts school. Now, um, my instructor's instructor is not full time. He's got a full time school. You know, it runs, you know, the, like a full time school, but he has another job on the side. So the way he makes decisions can be different than the way I make decisions because I have to make a full-time income from my my school versus uh, you know it not supporting me. So I think um, kind of the first thing that I think anybody looking to open up any kind of martial arts school should look at is what is their goal for the school um, or their program? Are they looking to um, at the very you know highest level have a full-time income? Um, and run a, as a full-time business. Okay, that would be like the top level. Are they looking to have a um, you know three, four days a week, um, pretty professional program that is um, still a side gig? Isn't going to take all of their time. They're going to have another job, but they want to run it more professional. Are they? So that's kind of like I consider the the level down from full-time. Um, it's the part-time person, but still wants to run it like a professional school, um, which I think is I think is important. We'll get to that. Or do you want to have a part-time um, gig that you want to um, experiment with? Have other guys that you're training, and you know you want to do the martial arts and you want to get paid to do the martial arts by coaching other people. Okay? That's a big difference between being a professional martial artist and um, wanting to get paid to do martial arts so you teach martial arts um, in addition to doing martial arts okay? and do it part-time. Does that make sense? And then that I think that category is a is a pretty big category. You can go all the way from you know a, a decent number of people doing that with you to you know you're coaching you know three to five people as you go. So I think that's where you have to start when looking at um, what you want to do with your martial arts school. 
Um, and I say school um, because, again, my idea is a full-time – what I do is a full-time um, professional school. Um, so let's let's break this down a little bit. So w- w- let's go to the, the, the bottom level. Uh, and, and I don't mean bottom as in worst. I mean um, – you know, just the, not the full-time, full professional school, but the, um, I want to do martial arts. I want to get paid to do martial arts. I have fun doing martial arts. This person, what I, what I see of this, um, uh, gym or school or club or whatever, I'd consider it more of a club. What I see most of this is, um, I like martial arts. I want to get paid to do something I like, um, but I don't want to, and I don't, and or I don't have the ability to learn the um, marketing, um, retention, uh, the things that kind of take my activities to the next level. This is when I when I opened my school, um, I had to take a business basic business course from our headquarters, and they highly suggested that we read. Um, the E-Myth by Michael Gerber. It's a fantastic book talking about how um, entrepreneurs often are in a job. Um, so I let's say I take martial arts and then I start to teach some people martial arts and then I just assume that it would be better instead of working for somebody else, it's going to be better for working for myself um, and you know, then I get to keep the money and whatnot. Um, but becoming an entrepreneur is a whole different set of skills and job requirements than just being uh, doing the job. Um, being an entrepreneur is a whole nother level. Um, and so people who are running kind of this club mentality either don't want to go ahead and do those things, which I have no problem with. I, I think that is fine. I, I've got a guy here in the community. Excuse me. Here in the community, who uh, he gets a, he's got a group of five guys, and they train together. You know, have some fun and bring some people in and stuff. And that's awesome. I have no problem with that. I think if that's what you want to do, I think that's a great thing. Um, but if if that's not what you want to do, if you want to go higher than, again, I don't mean higher in a in a, like it's better, but um, getting paid more. Or being able to do it more um, consistently and getting paid to do it more consistently, um, you're going to have to invest in um, the things that make you different than a person who does the practice of martial arts. You're going to have to be a person who does the practice of the martial arts business, which is different. So. If you want to, you know, if somebody wants to have a a club, a group of people, you know, you get your friends together, you put a shingle out and say, hey, I'm teaching MMA classes or I'm, and I'm going to use MMA in this example because the the gentleman that I I talked to, um, that's what he's looking to do. Kickboxing, some ground, some some MMA kind of things, which is a totally different market than what I do. So um, I'm happy to share any advice and he can take it or leave it and any of you can take it or leave it. I'm no, I'm... I'm an expert in my own uh, experience. Um, I'm further ahead than some people, and I'm further than behind than some people. So take everything with a grain of salt. I should say grain of rice. That seems more martial arts. Um, anyways, so if you have this um, club, you know, you put your shingle out. 
um, you know, you let people know you're doing it, uh, you get, you know, some kind of, um, you know, location that's not going to cost you anything. Often this is a, you know, a, a church um, gymnasium or, a, you know, a local YMCA that's got a, a really friendly, um, you know, idea, uh, like business relationship with you. Um, you've got a, you know, a nice um, barn or a training area somebody lets you use, whatnot. And then you get your shingle out and you say, hey, I'm going to do this. And what happens is you probably um, charge people, you know, 25 bucks a month or, you know, 30 bucks a month or something like that. Um, and you're going to get, I don't know, five to 10 people. Um, and some of them will be like diehards and they'll be there all the time. And then some, and then a lot of them are just going to come and go, come and go, come and go. Um, I don't have a lot of experience in this side um, because that's not what, what I have done. So let's let's skip forward and let's go with what I see a lot of people do is they want to run a professional program, but they don't have the time or the money yet to commit to like opening up this full-time crazy school. You know, it's got a lot of, uh, there's a lot of investment, you know, mats and training gear and a location, a professional location, um, which is... You know, you want in a, in a good um, neighborhood, high visibility, those kind of things. So you don't have that stuff yet. So you find um, a Y, you know, like I said, church gymnasium, um, maybe a um, storefront that is, you know, cheap. Um, it, it's it's not been used much, and you can get it for a little uh, little overhead. It's not in a great location, um, and you you know plan a program. And so this is what what I would suggest that anybody taking that route do. I would suggest one, you come up with your ideal customer. Um, who are you trying to attract? What is your unique selling proposition? What are you better at than everybody else? And one of the things that I think uh, uh, is really important, and I, I was reminded about this just the other day, and I don't remember where, um, but what are going to be the benefits people are going to get from training with you? What are the benefits? So let's use the MMA example. MMA is a big thing these days, but I think there's two kinds of people. I, I could be wrong. There are two kinds of people I see in the MMA field. One, the kind of um, kid, usually 20, you know, um, 16, 15 to 25, 26, who want to learn um, MMA and want to get out and they want to fight. You know, they want to do some cage things. They want to be able to train. They're UFC hopefuls. Okay. Um, and then I see the other group, which are um, 25 to 45-year-old guys who um, love watching MMA, love talking about MMA, um, might even want to train MMA, but don't necessarily want to get into the cage. They, they want to... They want the experience of, of the training um, and the knowledge and getting to do it, 
but they got jobs and bodies that aren't going to heal in, you know, a, a couple of days. Um, and so they, they want the training, but not the, the injuries and all that kind of stuff. So um, what I would do is identify what I'm going to do. What, what, what's the benefit my customer is going to get training with me? Are they going to become a, an MMA fighter? You know, are they going to get all the great MMA benefits, but none of the, the crazy injuries? Are they, um, you know, going to get a little of both? Are, what is your unique selling um, proposition? What, what makes you unique and what is the benefit that your students are going to get? Because no one cares about features. They only care about benefits. Right? And that's what you have to market. What you market is the result that you're going to get. You know, my school, we, we market confidence and leadership training, um, striving for excellence, um, you know, self-improvement, uh, bully prevention, you know, making more confident kids. Um, that's what we market because that's the benefit that people want out of our program and what we deliver. We don't market. We're going to teach your kids to beat, you know, everybody up. We don't even market that, push that much in our regular um, uh, martial arts program. We don't push self-defense that much because nobody cares. We have a self-defense program that we market as a self-defense program. So um, marketing in a way or, or getting the idea of what your customer, what you want to teach your customer and then finding that customer. So you, you get a location, you identify what your purpose is, what you want to get across to these customers, what you want the benefit to be, how you're going to deliver that, okay? What kind of classes are you going to offer? Um, you know, is it an MMA conditioning class? Um, is it a, you know, uh, uh, so maybe you're going to offer an MMA conditioning class and then an MMA fight training class and then like a kid's um, kids warrior program where they're going to learn the basics of MMA stuff, but they're, it's, it's geared for little kids. And, and so you have kind of your benefits for each of these programs, understanding what they do. And then you're going to set up, you know, some kind of schedule you want to look at. Um, you know, I, I'd start with three days a week, um, and, and set a schedule, make sure you you understand the benefits of what your customer is going to get from these. Okay, benefits, benefits, benefits. I think I said that already. Um, and then from there, I would. This is what I would do. Whether I'm um, starting a part time or full time gig, um, I would do some kind of huge Facebook marketing push, and I would probably give some kind of crazy deals. All right. Um, so I would say, you know, six months for $99 or, you know, two months, you know, a month for $10, um, something crazy like that, where you're going to get what you want is to fill your classes for the first, um, you know, couple of months. And you want to do that before you ever launch your school. You want to get pre-enrollments before you ever start. And I do that with setting up just a basic landing page. Um, I would get um, 
talk to all my in-person connections in the local community that I know would be interested in this. Go to the place where these the, your ideal customer is. Okay? Don't you know go you know to kindergarten classrooms you know trying to push MMA training, or don't go to you know um, you know the Y and all the muscle heads if you're. And I don't mean that in mean, I mean, it, just like uh, those kind of people. Um, if your goal is to do a, a leadership training program, you know, you, you got to find where they are um, in person and give out uh, just a billion passes that say, hey, you know, this pass is worth uh, a month, you know, or $5 for a month of training. Um, come unlimited. We're, in, you know, include this certain stuff. Um, and my goal would be before my first class ever launches, I would have 20 to 30 or more people, um, signed up for a like month of classes for $5 or, or something like that. So that when you launch, you're not in, you know, when you continue doing your marketing, you're not marketing and having people come in and check out your program when there's two people in a class. You're having people come in and check out when there's 10 people in a class, when there's 12 people in a class, when there's 20 people in a class. Um, because then they're like, whoa, this is cool. Look at all these people doing it. I want to do it. And then I would not... Uh, and even all those people who started, like, you start, let's say, $5 um, for a month, okay? $5 is for a month. After their first two or three classes, and you got to make sure you're delivering a dynamite product. After the first couple of classes, I would say, okay, um, how are you liking it? And you, you're you going to have to do a lot of talking to these people, a lot of communication, just really making sure that you're, you're in there finding out exactly what they want, trying to meet their need um, that you, you know, that you want to meet. Don't meet random needs. You, you have a goal as a, as a, you know, this program, you have a goal that you want to achieve. But but meeting those needs, talking to them, and then say, hey, I know you're loving this. Um, if you, you know, want to, we, we have a, a special right now for you guys who are on this this month for $5. You can sign up for a six-month program at a discounted rate of $85 a month. Okay? I don't know what your location might be, but I'm going to say $85 a month. After this first month, all of our tuition is going to go up to, you know, $99 a month. Okay, so let's actually, let's do this a little different. Let, I, let's say if this is part-time, let's say you're small town, whatever. Those people who signed up for, um, you know, $5 for a month of training, um, you'd go in and be like, okay, um, I want, you know, you're loving it, awesome. Right now we're running a special deal. If you sign up for six months, okay, we're going to give you six months of classes um, for a discounted rate of um, seventy-five dollars a month, okay? and that is a huge. I I don't sell, I don't sell anything at seventy-five dollars a month um, at my school. Um, that's a huge. And say, but after this month, we're we're raising everything to uh, ninety-five dollars a month um, for our program. And then, even if I were a part-time school, I would not do payments in-house in the same way. I would I would. Um, look at doing Square. I'd set everything up on Square. Recurring payments, I think you can do for Square. Or um, somewhere else, I would do online recurring payments. I wouldn't do that in-house. I would set the bar for professionalism right from the beginning, um, you know, and, and set up, um, 
you know, programs that are six month in length minimum. Okay, no month to month thing. If they're going to do month to month, do month to month, but say, okay, hey, I understand you want to do month to month, and that's fine, but it's going to cost $125 a month if you're just doing month to month. Okay, um, and this is how you make sure you set up a professional looking program. Okay, um, there's a ton of other things I could say for, for uh, a beginner about making sure you structure some packages um, with um, equipment, making sure that you, you work on culture and communication, all those kind of things. Um, I find um, Martial Arts Success Magazine to be dreadfully boring, frankly. Um, and that's only because I've been reading it for years and years and years, and it's basically the same stuff every month. Right? Um, but... Um, for my friend out here, out there that's listening to this, I think it's worth looking into a martial arts success magazine, MA Success, um, Martial Arts Industry Association, Maya, M-A-I-A, I think it's just masuccess.com or something like that. I don't know. Um, if you're brand new, I would suggest checking that out um, if you're a martial arts school owner or want to be a martial arts school owner. Like I said, after you've done it for a while, it's just like, it's so much of the same crap and it just gets really annoying. Um, every once in a while you'll see a good something in there, um, and a nice little tip, um, but most of the time I find it boring. So, um, man, I could go on and on about this subject because I didn't even get to the full-time professional school and how you want to do that. I'd started a lot like I'd start a, a, a part-time, um, thing, um, but there's kind of my overview of what I would do at the very beginning. I think the most important thing and what most people skip is what's your purpose, Right. Don't jump into going, hey, I want to do a, a, a professional school and not have the time or not have the, the capabilities of understanding the entrepreneurial side of it. Or don't say, hey, I want to make some money at this and then treat it like this uh, little club thing because you're not going to make money at it doing this little club thing. Okay. So um, I think looking at the purpose is really important. Um, of, of why you want to open this um, business. And then I think the second thing is looking at your unique selling proposition. What is the benefit you are going to provide? Because knowing that in advance is going to help do much better of helping you connect to your future student um, through marketing and all those kind of things. Okay? Man, that was a long, a long one. Not really, but... Um, hey guys, I've got uh, something I'm going to be announcing um, from um, all about um, Net Promoter Ninja, uh, a project I, I kind of put on the back burner, but I've got some things um, coming up the pipeline. Some of you guys have heard about it. I had, did an episode on it. Um, but if you're interested in that or just um, any future things that I've got going on, make sure you sign up for my um, emails. Um, easiest way to do that is just to uh, text the word confessions, um, confessions to um, 33444. There, it's pretty pretty simple to do. Okay, awesome. Um, can't wait to to talk to you next week. Make sure you're out there striving for excellence. <laughs>